following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Cowboys! This is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are, everybody. It's a Tuesday. The Dallas Cowboys have cut their roster. You got to get to 53 across the National Football League. Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Barry Church, Danny McRae, Newey Scruggs, 45 minutes of Cowboy football. Okay. How your pockets, feel? How your pockets feel today, Nui? Uh, I just want you to go ahead. What's, and, what's the word? Go ahead. Go ahead. Give me, that, say, man. give me the money that you have reserved for your golf. Oh, what you about? oh yeah. Pull it right yeah, out yeah, your pocket. Yeah, I got a little something for y'all, right, man. Right, yeah, right, right. Because boss man fat. <laughs> He's 18. on the squad. He's on the squad. So Barry Church lost his bet. He thought they were going to cut the second-round pick, Boss Man Fat. Because arguably, he's what? The sixth-best corner now? Nah, we're not, we're not arguing. Okay. I thought he was out of there, man. Only thing we arguing is that he is not on this way. Right. Y'all, y'all right. Y'all right. <laughs> he he is we, not on this list. He's not on this he's list. Not on this list. Yeah, just yeah. as I learned in my business law class, we need to talk about the specifics of the case. <laughs> yes. You're right. You're the, right. The case wasn't about whether or not he was good. Y'all the case want, was would he be on the team. And we operated in good faith. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, 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 I'm good for it. I'm good. Okay, you got a check right there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's sitting here with a check. That, yeah, I don't know where that's from. I, <laughs> I, I know there's enough money to pay this bet off. Twenty dollars for him. Twenty dollars for me. You know, interest rates rising. You know. <laughs> Cooper Rush has been cut. The Cowboys do not have a backup quarterback. They, they cut Cooper Rush and they cut Will Greer. We knew Ben DiNucci was getting cut. Yeah, he's a yeah. so so they had decided to uh, to to go with one quarterback now on the roster. We already know that they're going to make the call to say, "All right, Cooper, come on back. Will Greer, come back." Let's talk about Will Greer going on the practice squad. Um, so does that? How does that bet go? By the way, because he's cut. No, 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 no. He's cut. Who is going to be the back? You said that Will Greer was going to beat out Cooper Rush for the backup quarterback, and, he, and they both got cut. There will be a backup quarterback. We don't know who it's going to be. We don't know yet. Oh yeah, but we, we will. We're going eventually. We will. Eventually, we will. And if Nui is correct in what he's what he's reading and hearing about Will Greer being on the practice squad, it's Nui Will McClay. No, no, he's not. Hell no, nah, yeah. So no, nah, I will oh, know. No, yet. no, no. We all know. Hey, we'll wait because we want our forty apiece man, at the right, same look, time. Right, look, I'm gonna tell you. This. I don't. I don't, t- I don't want. I don't, <laughs> don't put nothing on it. I want. I want the whole. I want the whole give you appetizer. Let me give you appetizer. I want your golf money. Yeah. Reserved in these golf bets, you lose. You just go ahead and bring it that way. It's all going to circle back one of these days. But yeah, Cooper Rush, goodness gracious. Yeah, like as you look at the list, you're looking at it, like you said, the the whole roster manipulation Mm -hmm. thing. That's the the quote of the day today. And uh, I see some names on here, and I'm just like, you know, I. As a special teams guy, it kind of upsets mm. me a little bit that C.J. Goodwin has to has to be that, like, take one for the team guy, and then yeah. we're going to take care of you later again. Again. Right? Yeah. Uh, you, you, <laughs> Maher? Who, who, mm. else is, who else is on here? Uh, they got so, a long for Jake. My, my, you brought, you brought okay, Maher so, in. So your kicker is your kicker's been cut. <laughs> your, your, long long, your, your long snapper's the been cut. The whole process. <laughs> <laughs> now, now they, they, they did this last year with Jake McQuay. They, yeah. they, they, mm-hmm. Hey, bringing you back. You know you, you know your fossils guy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's – and so that would be – that's the interesting conversation. And I don't know if, if you guys have ever dealt with that or had anybody else that you played with dealt with it where the team's, hey, hey, we got to let you go, but, but, but we want you. I ain't, I ain't never been let go, but I did. I was told that I was coming back. 
Hey, yeah. nah, man, we ain't worried about you, man. I remember it was my, tight, la- my my last season. I was uh going. I was in a meeting with Jason Garrett. You know, we all have our end of the year meetings. Each player goes in and talks to the head coach uh, before, mm-hmm. like after the season is over with, right? So I go in. Jason Jason Garrett had gave us all journals. He was like, I want you guys to, you know, open up these journals. And you remember they yeah, had, they had yeah. names on that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I went in, and really? he was kind of explaining what the journal thing was, you know, with like how you want to get better right now, like what you need, you know, blah. Uh, he, he he always got, like, it, it, listen, all a lot of good businessmen say, hey, you should write down whatever, like when you your wake up in the morning, write your goals down and you see them when you wake up in the morning. Anyways. How these goals work out it, as a coach? It, it, how these goals work out? Man. <laughs> He got ten years. I mean, that's yeah, pretty good. I, yeah, I don't, yeah, he got ten, <laughs> ten years. But it, but it, I walk in. Whatever Jason Garrett says. Hey man, we like the journal stuff is not really for you. It's really for the young guys. We're not really worried about you. We just gonna just get the old guys in here, get you back in here, and make sure that you look out for the young guys and get them headed on the right path. I'm like, yeah. So I go call our financial advisor, me and yeah, yeah, me yeah. and Church share. And I'm like, yeah, JG, tell me I'm good, man. I'm all right. Man, March rolled around, not a phone call. April rolled around, and the special teams coach called me. and was like, man, they ain't called you yet? This was 16, right? This yeah, was 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you didn't know? Man. At that moment, I was like, yeah, it's done. I'm done. I, I know I know they're not, they're not picking me back up, and that was the last time that I got a phone call from an NFL coach. Where's your journal? Hmm? Where's that journal? In the trash, probably. <laughs> so, like, how – because I don't know how if – if I was if I was C.J. Goodwin. The top special teams guy. I don't know how I feel about this because it's the second year in a row where they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll bring you back. We're gonna cut you, but we'll bring you back." Would you Would you go out there and say, "You know, I'm gonna go see what other teams was talking about. Let me go see what these other what other teams want to value me and bring me over there, now, rather he, than being cut and bring back and cut?" Because then once you're cut and as a vet, your your salary's not guaranteed anymore. If, mm-hmm. Am I correct with saying that? Yeah. So your salary, so they can cut them at any time without any repercussions. So let me ask this, just following up on what you said, if you go somewhere else. Would they guarantee your contract at this point? Or being a special teams guy, would you be in the same situation where it was going to be a week-to-week deal? Well, if somebody's going to offer you a real deal, because they wouldn't, they would, couldn't offer him a real deal while he's on the Cowboys roster, but if somebody's been looking at a CJ and say, hey, man, we want to give you a two-year, a three-year, whatever, making $900,000 a year, I, you yeah. have to entertain that. Okay. Yeah. You have to entertain that because there's no guarantee with the way that, that he's been – released and picked back up here that he's going to be here for the next three years. So, yeah, if somebody really wants a CJ and it is the, you know, he deserves it. He's yeah. a really good special teams player. Yeah. We still had him as MVP of the defense the year when Nolan was here. If somebody wants to offer him a multi-year deal, absolutely you have to entertain that. You, I mean, you got to because you see what they're valuing, you know, here. I mean, you're basically, you know, one of the, you know, 50 to 53. You're, you're on that bubble somewhere, and you're going to continue to be on that bubble. So, so, so let entertain me, it. Let me follow that up. You're C.J. Goodwin. You've been here with the Cowboys, living in Dallas-Fort Worth here for a number of years now. If you go someplace else, and I don't know if he owns his home here or not, but you'd have to leave here, relocate somewhere else, find an apartment. If you go someplace like L.A. or New York – you're taxed, taxed yeah, at taxes a whole different you. rate. I mean, so how much does that go into this when you get cut this late for guys if you have options versus not having it? I mean, I get it. If I, I need a job, you're going to take the job you get. But if you have options like, well, like CJ Well, well that's why only a multi-year deal would be something yeah. that you would entertain. If, you, if you're telling me you're going to pick me up for the same thing the Cowboys are going to offer, which is bringing you back for a one-year stint, yeah. then nah, you don't, you don't 
uproot your family and go look for a place to stay just based off that. But if you are getting a deal for two years, three years, then, yeah, I mean, that's that's part of the process. That's part of being an NFL player. Yeah, if, if my contract says that I need to live in this place and I'm guaranteed, you know, two, two to three years, yes, take your family, you got your two or three years, and then when you're done, you can go wherever you want to go. Yeah. But it's about making what you can while you're in the league. Make as much as you can now because when it's over – it's over. Yeah, there's not too many jobs out there where you're just going to come around making 900 grand to millions of dollars each and every year. So, to me, it all just comes down to the guarantees. Like, his, they, Go ahead. Go ahead. CB. By the way, his salary this year is 1.9. That's a nice salary right there. He got, he got cut. Oh, so they ain't going to be yeah, that so, same one. So, yeah, back. when they bring him back, they're going to they gonna give him 1.9? Well, he had a $400,000 signing bonus this year for this contract and one point five. Was his salary? So I'm assuming that his salary is going to be the same. If you if you pay yeah. me 1.5, I'm back because yeah. they honor yeah. the whole contract. Yeah, 1.5. But, yeah, but you know. so I'm assuming that's what they're going to do. We hope so, but I but still don't see, like him getting released. So I say it's not guaranteed because no, it's guaranteed the first week of the season, not if you get cut the final cut. Barry. So if he's back, so if, if he's, he's on back. the roster the first week of the season, which he'll probably be on the roster tomorrow, his his salary is guaranteed for the whole year. Okay, so it'd be guaranteed for the whole year. All yeah, right. I, I, that, that's if the they stuff do that, that then. That stuff they did. The was it? I forgot. Was it Adrian Peterson that year that Washington did that too? Where they, just, they cut him, brought him back. The second week, yeah, it's the second week. Brought him back the second week. Second week, so it would be guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Calvin Watkins of the Dallas Morning News tweeted out a person with knowledge of the situation said the Cowboys want to bring Will Greer back to the practice squad. Dang, Willie. Yeah. Willie G, man. Source, source close to the Cowboys. They say that. They, so, we, we all heard about the sources now. So, listen, we, we know all about these sources. Hey, man, all I, all I, I know is. What does the source say about Cooper Rush? Yeah, what does it say about the, Cooper The Cooper's coming back. <laughs> That's the same to the, what, the press practice squad? No, no. We, don't have, we only got one quarterback. Until that on. source right. says, my name is Will McClay. I, yeah. I ain't listening to well, as soon as I, As soon as you I, see him back on the roster, I want you to have my crispy... If I see him back, but then okay. I see somebody else in front of him, you know, that, that, that's, that's a wash. What third, happens if they both third. come back on the practice squad? Oh, then it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's Who's going to be the backup quarterback? Gonna bring gonna somebody in. Well, here's the deal. The, the way the NFL works nowadays, you can bring up a guy from the practice squad every week three times. And so, we ain't talking about no week three, four down the no, line. No, if it ain't, no, I'm saying who's going to be the backup quarterback week one? That's what we're saying. Yeah. Now, if it's past week one, if it passed week one, and, we, and then all of a sudden, Cooper Rush becomes the backup quarterback week two. No, the best. No, this, but who's going to be the backup quarterback week Man, one? They then? might bring somebody in. Who knows? <laughs> to, to uh, who, who, who knows? That's okay. <laughs> bring my money. I need my money, Jake. <laughs> With the unsolved offensive line, mm. you do need a backup quarterback. You do. You do. Okay. You do. Okay. You do you need do. a backup. And we'll see if it's cool. Backup That's quarterback. I can't wait. So, That's uh, another bet won by by Danny McCray over Barry. This money's going to be now I'm in the air for like here. a couple weeks. They got a week. No, no. Uh, half the money's in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Boss Man Fat one. made the team, so the you already one. lost that. Yeah, so the that. second part, you, we can play with it, but we, it should ain't be no, Ain't no playing with it. If, if, he, if he ain't on the back, if he ain't Next the backup week. by Tampa, it's, but, it's a wrap. You know what? Uh, McCarthy's supposed to be talking tomorrow. I, I'm going to get, get up get in on and ask Hey, who's, who's the backup? Who's the backup, Mike? So we're going to get that solved real quick. Like Kool-Aid Mike tell you. We'll get that real, real quick. Other cuts. Avion Collins, Avante Collins uh, from TCU, the tackle's gone. Safety Tyler Coyle's gone. Uh, running back Malik Davis. That's a surprise for me. I, I'm not surprised, but I liked what he did. And, and here's the guy that I could see um, being uh, you know, a practice squad player for sure. Uh, wide receiver Dontario Drummond was cut. 
Obviously, we talked about C.J. Goodwin gone. Story Jackson's been cut. Malik Jefferson, the former Longhorn, uh, he's gone. Guard Braylon Jones is gone. Uh, Alec Lindstrom, the center, is gone. There could be another player that I, I could see on the practice squad here. Sean McEwen, number 84, um, from Michigan. Veteran tight end cut. Um, that one... That one did make me say, hmm. They, they must like what they see. Because you, you, knew, Jake, you yeah. knew Jake Ferguson from Wisconsin rounder, was yeah. making the team. Um, Peyton Hendershot from Indiana. I had a, I had a conversation after a practice with Lunda Wells earlier before they played a preseason game because he was one of the guys I was watching going into camp because I was just doing my research and I saw how he had basically the same kind of stat line that Ferguson had. Pitt Hendershot went over to Indiana, you know, and, and Ferguson, Wisconsin. So kind of Big Ten guys, mm-hmm. kind of figuring, you know how, how people are. They're like, hey, this guy reminds me of this guy. We can get him as a free agent. Let's see. And and Lunda had had good things to say about him, and and then he missed, ended up missing one practice. Can't remember what it was, but he came back. But he he balled in the preseason games. So Sean McEwen's gone, and Dalton Schultz. This may be it. Because if they like these two guys here, it's going to be a lot cheaper. You don't have to pay $11 million, almost $11 million to have these two guys as your tight ends next year. Yeah, and, and what I've been saying, Dalton Schultz, I mean, he, he's a fabulous tight end, excellent tight end, but is he dynamic enough? I, I just, you know, he'll get you those, you know, security blanket, you know, catch here 10 yards, you know, get a little after the catch, but – can you split them out and let them beat, you know, corners out there? I, I just don't see him being as dynamic as a Njoku, as a Kittle, as a Kelsey out there. So, you know, not to be, you know, mean or anything, but I think you can find Schultz in a draft anywhere. And look, so, and it looks like they found him with these two guys. So, so, so would you feel the same way about Schultz if at the end of the season my man has 100 catches, 1,000 yards? No, I mean, that's, then he's putting, I mean. He, I'm just. He, what's he, my record? Even, even, if, even, if, even if it's not him split out, you know, doing the type of yeah, stuff that Kelsey doing, does, yeah. if he could consistently be that Jason Witten type of safety blanket guy. And we saw him get hella targets last season. Yeah, and yeah. you can only imagine with C.D. Lamb really being the only truly proven guy on there, that Dalton Schultz is going to have a huge role coming up in this offense. So I can see him. We may not believe that he can line up outside one-on-one. We haven't seen it, mm-hmm. but I can see them testing that and seeing if he's able to do that line up in the slot, flex out a little bit uh, far far away from the tackle and treat it like 11 and see if he's like well, if treat him like a receiver. If he yeah, like if he does that, if he's able to put those numbers up with CD Lambie and the only, you know, the big dog out there, then for sure I can, I'd do that because last year I felt like he benefited from having Cooper on one side, a healthy Michael Gallup on the other side, C.D. Lamb running over there as well. So the defense really wasn't focused on his talents out there. But if he can still put those numbers up, being the for show number two, then, hey, I mean, he he, he definitely uh, he's warranted. Think about this. You line up in 12 personnel, flex him out, and treat it like 11, but he's the receiver, and they're able to wreak havoc on defenses like that because he's See, able to really get over. defense would have to be over. in that base, though. Huh? You don't think defenses would come they, out they, and they, 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 Yeah, but – and, and then that's where you can run, you can the, run ball, the ball, right? So, yeah. so you oh, have a, I'm run just, the football. You no, know I'm just, I'm just saying though, <laughs> if he's be, able, if sure. he's able to be that type of versatile guy, then yeah, I oh, think you have yeah. you have an option to keep him yeah. and actually pay him. But Kellen's going to have to really get creative and show that he's that type of dynamic player. If yeah, not, then I agree. like you said, it may be one of those guys where you can find what that. you may have on your roster already. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Carlos Watkins, defensive tackle, cut, and that's just where the depth of this football team. <sighs> Um, got got Carlos Watkins and props to Tristan Hill. 
Yeah. Tristan Hill came in this camp. A lot of people pretty much had him on the outs yeah. coming into this camp. He earned his spot. Good for Tristan Hill. Okay. The enforcer. Let's, let's let's give Tristan Hill credit for for going out here and earning his spot. Uh, reserve NFI is Damone Clark, the linebacker, number thirty three, and then uh, the wave injured Aaron Shipkin, the running back, and then cornerback uh, Isaac Taylor Stewart. So they're wave slash injured. So um, the full that that's a part of you know, not all the names. We gave you a good chunk of the names right there uh, here on the players' lines of guys who who have been cut uh, from the Dallas Cowboys and. Something that I don't think, to me, all right, let's, this is where I want to give Will McClay and the Cowboys scouts uh, a lot of credit. You don't see any any major draft picks here that they had to say, we're going, we're going to release. I looked right. up today on the waiver. I saw O.J. Howard got cut. Yeah, He had already been – he was drafted like top 15 from by Tampa after mm-hmm. that great run he had the national championship game. Didn't work out. They signed with the Bills. Super Bowl contender. They cut him. Couldn't beat him out. Now, check this thing out for the Raiders. When you look at the Raiders' first-round picks from <laughs> 2019 one. to 2021, you talk about John Gruden being awful. Uh, 2021, first-round pick, Alex Leatherwood, cut. Mm. 2020, first-round pick, Henry Ruggs, cut in jail. Uh, 2020, first-round pick, Damon Arnett, cut. You're two first-rounders from one cut. Uh, 2019, Cleveland Farrell. Fifth-year decline, top 10 pick. Uh, 2019, Josh Jacobs, fifth-year decline. Mm. And while he'll be on the team, we don't know what his role will be under Josh McDaniels. In 2019, first-round pick, Jonathan Abram, fifth-year decline. <clears throat> Folks, that's bad. Yeah, they're getting rid of all the Gruden's guys. Now, huh? now, now, this is what really does kind of make me mad, going back to our guy, Rich Passaccia, who was here with the Cowboys special teams coach. When, they, when Gruden got run out last year, Basaccia takes them to the playoffs. This is how bad your roster is. And Rich took them into the playoffs, yeah. and they almost, you know, they took Cincinnati toe-to-toe. And you want to tell me all these job openings in the league and Rich Basaccia wasn't good enough for one of them? What is this league doing? Yeah. It's, it's, you know, when they put you in a box, oh, he's a special teams mm-hmm. coach. Like, it's hard, it's hard to move up the ladder like that. And, and, this, this is going to sound, okay. But, and you have coaches in the league who are just – overseeing the operations, all right? So, Rich Passaccia does not need to know how to call offense, no. does not need to know how to call defense. He needs to be a leader of men. Which you saw him do that. <laughs> and yeah. there, there is no better guy yeah. that I've been around that is a leader of men than Rich Passaccia. You would so, say so? No, no reason. Like, you have no excuse not to have him on your team as a head coach. I'm 100% with you on that one. Who's was the only special teams co- What, Joe Judge? Yeah, he was he, a strictly special teams in the Harbaugh. Oh, Harbaugh, yeah, Harbaugh, Harbaugh yeah. as well. Yeah, Harbaugh. Don't, don't, do, don't, yeah. don't put him in there with Judge. No, no, I ain't going to put him in there don't with Judge. put him in there know. with Harbaugh. And, and, and Harbaugh is one of the longest tenured coaches in the league, probably number two behind Belichick. He's won a Super Bowl. The Ravens compete year in, year yeah, out. Yeah, playoff and, every and you year. talk about a guy who, from all accounts I could see, has good relationships with the, with the players there. Yeah. So – and that's one thing. You guys were in that room with Rich. Rich had relation as a special teams coach. You have relationships with the entire team. Mm-hmm. The entire team. Kellen Moore doesn't have a relationship with the entire team. No, I can't. I can't see Dan Quinn either. D log going to Kellen Moore. Hey man, let me sit down and talk. Yeah, let's nah. have let's have some lunch or not something like that. Not sitting next to him on the bus. Not yeah, none of that, I can't. You know? I can't see that happening yeah. with, with Moore. 
So, so one thing I will definitely say, man, in my time covering the Cowboys, they've got a lot of good assistant coaches come through, oh, yeah. through a lot of the a lot of good assistant coaches, and and, and Rich Bisaccia was definitely one of them. So um, anyway, uh, I think Josh McDaniels can do well for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. So so you know, fine, Mark Davis, you wanted to move on from there, but you want to tell me all these other job openings right there last year? You want to tell me Miami couldn't have used him? Mm. Yeah. Miami could Jacksonville. Could have used him. Who they got? Oh, they got Peterson down there. Now. You know, and look, Peterson's a Super Bowl winning head yeah. coach. But I, I'm sorry, I look around here. I just think, man, somebody's missing the boat on Rich Bisaccia as a leader of men who can get people to come together and and mean what they say when they talk about family and integrity and being a man. That that's just me. I'm with you on and that. One. You ain't going. The, the penalties not. It's going to be a disciplined team. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a disciplined team. Penalties, clock management, all that stuff. He is going to be on top of it all. It's unfortunate that he, you know, is up in up in Green Bay, but hopefully, you know, hopefully he gets another shot to to, to show what he can do. Okay, yeah. uh, Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. We are in the SWBC podcast studio here at the Star, the world headquarters of the Dallas Cowboys. Let's take our first break. When we come back, let us get into. Tyler Smith, who Jerry Jones revealed something very interesting about the young man, the first-round pick out of Tulsa today on his radio show on 105.3 The Fan. We'll do that next. Barry Church, Danny McCray, Newey Scruggs, Players Lounge on DallasCowboys.com radio. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too right above the subway well i bet you don't even notice it after the that's my neighbor angus the deal that's just okay is not okay get a great deal with america's best network come into an at&t store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for zero dollars down based on gws1 score september 2019 another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Back to the Players' Lounge. Players' Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos and Barry Church's Pocketbook. He was brewing on that one He was, he was quiet in the break. He, yeah, was, <laughs> he was over here talking. Usually he got insight on something. Now he's just going to be quiet. Okay, I like, I like what you did right there. I like what you did right there. Damn, he left I'm you like, hanging, too. He like, he, can I get a can I get a He's trying to give you a pound. I'm sorry. 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 I'm so excited. He got two new trophies. He got two new trophies. He feels too good to give you a uh, hey, 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 give, give DallasCowboysMedia.com uh, uh, a lot of credit, too. They won a bunch of Emmys. Chris Beam, how many guys? You were three? Was it three Emmys? You, the, uh, I saw two. I don't know if it was okay. two or three. Okay. So I'll right. go back and look. So, Shout so, out. Who, you know, so, so the, uh, the one on Drew Pearson, that documentary won. I was that, that was good. That was really good. That was good. Poor, poor Jesse Holly. Jesse Jesse thought for sure. You know right, Chris? And Jesse Jesse thought he was gonna get hit for sure. Yeah. But he got, he got mind beat. games. Did he? Have, was that the mind games? No, that's this is, coming the, year. The, the, the Hollywood. Yeah. The Hollywood. Yeah. So it was it was it was nominated. Mm-hmm. It was nominated. It was nominated against the the one that won. Yeah, against Drew Pearson. So they picked. They picked. Jesse thought it was for sure. Jesse was just, just Jesse put a spot. <laughs> <laughs> I had a hard the time. Emmys is very humbling. Yes, yeah, so like, but brother, your your best work doesn't win. That's what you find. Yeah, out that's you. true. Mm. You do it enough times, you find your best work doesn't win, and never, never sit around here and count like, oh, oh that's, that, that, got that. So how do you find out you win? Is it like this ceremony? They have a show. You, or, have a, or is it like you, so like a show? Like are you watching it on TV? They, like they had a this year. They had a virtual show. Okay. So this right. year, like Isaiah, Isaiah ended up uh, taping. Uh, he he introduced at least three categories. Okay. All right. So Isaiah did that. Um, so it was a virtual. It was Saturday at six. It was a virtual ceremony. So you ain't like a, in person. He about to get up and take the award. Before COVID, it was. Before COVID, it was. The fr- yeah. Um, when they first started the sports chapter, they broke it off. It was over at uh, Jerry World, and they honored Jerry. Jerry got a Lifetime Emmy Award over there. Uh, I think it was a year like Hellman had won, and Derek Eagles, and a bunch of folk. Amber, okay. they, a bunch, bunch of people ended up winning some uh, Emmys that year. So next next year, so next July, they will have a, a live show. Oh. In a live show, so yeah, they, had a they had a church uh, yeah, documentary on there. Right, should CB. put me on there. It's yeah, we need to do it. Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Yeah. Church service, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, to yeah. Pay. We got that's it. We're gonna call it. We have to go back to Toledo. <laughs> we may have to give them some money to get in the door. <laughs> yeah, apparently, yeah, that's what we're gonna yeah, they, call it. They, they, Toledo not gonna let them in to record. Nothing nah, they pay your dues. You're who, Barry? What? Let me look and see. No, you're not on the list. They're gonna see my plaque. You talking about Toledo? Yeah, yeah. You don't even know what you should do. Is you should walk up there. Barry, bring that chip. Hey, I've been late on my dues. I just, <laughs> so, and, and then I'm going to get it right back. Right. Get that right so back. That, that, that's what you could do. So, so yeah, so so they had a virtual show, and so that's how they did it. And, uh, and, and there you go. There you go. So I, was, I, I, I did not watch it. Congrat, congratulations, Newick. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, I got out of school, so I didn't watch. I was mm-hmm. driving home from school, and I was going to Central Market to get some stuff for the kids. I mean, when you <laughs> so got so many I Emmys know, already, I, I mean. Because if it was me, yeah. I would have had that thing. New did you have the sound you see me out here winning this. You know, when you no, got so many no, Emmys. No, let, let me tell you something, bro. I went one year to the Emmys, took the wife. Like, hey, come on, come on. I'm nominated for five. I went 0 for five. Mm. Mm. They ain't nothing more humbling than that. You think I'm, I'm gonna walk out with at least one? Mm. The golden sombrero. 
Zero. I mean, shit, we thought we was getting drafted. Yeah, you ain't going to lie about that. I thought for sure. Once I saw some punters going in the fifth, I'm like, I got to come up now. I felt like Sergio Kendall. Oh, he took a fall, didn't he? He did, down some steps. So we, well, this is before the steps, so we, so it was the, it was draft night. We went to Sergio's house. I was like, oh, he's going to be a first round pick. So we go to Sergio's house, man. It's not happening. And so we got wind that. You know, Des Bryant might get drafted by the Cowboys. No, y'all didn't. Y'all ain't do that, man, uh, like that. Yeah, uh, we got to go. Y'all ain't do that, man, like that, do we? Hey, man, we're going to need to get that mic. <laughs> so, <laughs> see that? Y'all could at least <laughs> had a fake crew going there and stay there while y'all went to Des, <laughs> man. Oh, that ain't right, <laughs> man. That ain't right. Sergio over we there We took crying. the lights yeah. down, took the mic <laughs> off him, and drove as fast as we could over there to get to Des's uh, house. Man, that ain't, <laughs> hey, that ain't. My people had all y'all ties slashed. What? Hey, man, that man scored. They scored that man. Yeah, yeah, that ain't right, man. So, so Dez gets drafted in the first round to the Cowboys. We've got it. Sergio didn't get drafted at all until he went until, 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 right? until day two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Till day two, and then we didn't even have the heart to ask. We didn't even talk about coming back. Man. Yeah, man. It was, now, I didn't have to do it because I was I was in the studio, but Matt Berry, who's on ESPN Sports Internet, he was the one that was like, Hey man, we're gonna need to get the mic back. We 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 we're told we gotta we gotta <laughs> gotta go to Texas. So oh, that's messed up, man. Hey, let me, he, you know it's when you do the up. mic, you, he probably was over there just off me right now. <laughs> Damn. I'm like, hey bro, we're gonna switch that out real quick. We, 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 we yeah, hopefully the battery is saying we're going to That's what happened. Hey man. That's, hey, that's but TV. by the way, what Nui's not telling you, I'm looking on the uh, Lone Star Emmys uh, Twitter account. Mm-hmm. The Emmy Award goes to Call Nui Scruggs Mr. Football mm-hmm. with the win, huh? Mm-hmm. You nice. see that on Twitter? I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, man, I see yeah. that. That's the name of the entry. You have to name your entry. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, football. Man, so they, they tell you to come up with something. Sports anchor of the year. So they tell you to come Let's up with go. something. You know? Let's go. Hey, man. Congratulations, hey, he's that Nui. guy, man. Who's that guy? Mr. Football. <laughs> he believes in himself, man. He's that guy. One week, one year, the title was oh, was uh, Mr. Baseball. <laughs> no, it was it's already weed. taken. It was Weed Cops and Football. One year, that was that was the name of the entry. Weed Cops and Football. And you won that one. Yeah, yeah, won that one. So. Oh, hey, yo, what you say? Trust you really called it that? <laughs> yeah. So, Chris, I know you like to go ahead and use ammunition on people. Just go in there and look look at 2017, <laughs> Weed like, Football, 2017 and 2011. Go look at those titles. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. Was that the one that you're outside of San Francisco? That was 2011. But that's right. Did different. you win that one? Yeah, but that was a different one. But but that's that was. Uh, we need to get that sound bite on for a drop on our show. Well, that, that's 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 a drop I've heard before. A couple need times, that, so. man. Need um, that. More importantly, Tyler Smith. Okay, my man Tyler, baby. Mm. I like Tyler Smith. Okay, this is a solid young man. Got all the right makeup, but Tyler Smith is being done a disservice, in my opinion. Mm. Jerry goes out on 105.3 The Fan this morning on Sean and RJ show and says he got a high ankle sprain. That's why he didn't play. And without saying it, he's basically telling us that's who's going to be the left tackle when they face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on NBC Sunday Night Football for game Ooh, one. You got a, a folks, fresh to kill bear folks, coming off that edge. The entire time I was at training camp, I did not see him take any reps at left tackle. Now, I stopped camp. My camp tour ended after the first preseason game. Had two penalties in the game. I ended up going, (laughs) and I ended up, you know, I didn't go to California. So, 
I'm thinking to myself, you didn't have him spend any time at left tackle against Micah Parsons, against you know, Tank Lawrence. You didn't have him up there practicing against Bradley Chubb in Denver at left tackle. You didn't have him with Bosa and Khalil Mack with the church. You didn't have this young man in the fire. You had him at guard. And now you want to throw him out there? Throw him to the wolves. With a high ankle sprain? And you better believe Ty Bowles going to be dialing it up. Everybody's coming to that side. Everybody. You were talking about games man, and stunts. I just don't think that's uh, – this is me. I don't think you're doing a man a service. Like, this is National Football League, baby. They're scrambling, man. Uh, after, now, now after, go ahead, after, go. After last year, we know that this offensive line coaching staff is not about doing anybody. A, a good service. It's about this circle. What they did to uh, Terry yeah, Steele last yeah. season was very similar to this. Okay? Get the man right after he had a rough year at tackle. Get him right. Put him in the game at right. And then switch him over to left and, and, and watch him struggle. Mm. All right? So, we are – we did speak about getting the best guys out there, the best five guys. All right? Zach Martin ain't moving to right to right guard. I mean, to left, left tackle. tackle. Yeah. Okay. He ain't moving to left tackle. Okay. So, what other option do you have at this point? We already talked about uh, Ball and and how he's not going to be the guy to, nah, to, to, to get out there I'm and start. He ain't on his list. Jerry Jones said they drafted him, and their vision of him was he was a guy who could walk in and be a starter. Now, true or not, doesn't matter. He is a first-rounder, and go ahead and throw him out there, man. Throw him All out right. there and see what you got. Okay. You're logic at what you're saying. I'm not saying, Danny, you're wrong, you're crazy. But we spoke on this show. Hey, man, what you going to do when, when games are missed by 77? I even asked somebody in the organization. I asked Joe Philbin, too. What are you going to do when Tyron misses games? One, Philbin didn't give me an answer. And the other person in the organization told me, Tyler Smith. So you want to get a guy some reps? You would think so. That's my whole thing. If you're sitting up here saying in the person time, hey, it's going to be Tyler Smith because, you know, what? we drafted him to be left tackle. So that's what he's going to be. If you were going to do that, this was in your mind. And why are we playing with Josh Ball and Matt? Well, let's go out here and not give Smith any rep. Because that that's was the real plan. That was the real plan, in my opinion. They was thinking that either Ball or Willesco can come in there and be that swing tackle. And then when it blew up in their face, you know, Willesco had a little bit of injury issue and Josh Ball, he just ain't that guy. You know, they started scrambling. And it came to let's just throw the left tackle out there. But uh, my question is, are they going to get him man some help? Because we've you seen have when, they to. Threw, when they threw T still out there, there was no running back coming to chip. There was no tight end on that other side helping him out. They was like, you go out there, you handle your business. And he got handled. Mr. So are they, going, are they going to help him out on that side? Mr. Ferguson is going to be friends with Mr. Smith. It'll be oh. the Smith-Ferguson blocking firm. Mm. On the they be, they better do something. Listen, I, we, we, we keep hearing this. We're going to run the ball more. All right. Hopefully we're going to protect Tyler Smith on the edge. But I think it starts with, are we going to run the ball? That is, this is the way to. you go. This you is the way you can offset to. this. Because if you get the guy out there and we play the same game that we were trying to play against Tampa last season, where we go out there and throw the ball 40 times, it's gonna be a long day for Tyler Smith. And that is and that doesn't only affect game one, that affects his mindset for going the forward. rest of the season. Yeah, and that's not something you want to do to a young rookie. You don't want to do him like that, man. Yeah. Especially if he's if he if you don't feel he's prepared, 
then he probably don't feel he's prepared to go out there and be the starting left tackle if he hadn't gotten as many reps as he had hoped to get at that position. So And, you, and you're limping into the week one. It <laughs> yeah, ain't like you're you, you fully healthy out yeah. there. So, so, so you, you got to protect him. You got to really focus on running the ball. And when you throw it, we just going to put our hands together. We're going to pray <laughs> that, he, that, that, that he really can go out there and hold his own. Yeah. I'm not saying that he can't, but like you said, we haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, haven't seen, we haven't seen him against Michael. We haven't seen him against Bosa. We didn't see him against those guys. So right now is the unknown. Yeah, and this is where Kellen Moore, you know, his his genius is going to have to – it's going to be tested. He's going to have to find ways to either get the ball out of Dak Prescott's hands extremely fast, run the football, and get the guy some help on that outside. Because like I said, man, Todd Bowles is going to be dialing it up on him. And I, it's going to be tough. I, I don't have an analogy, but I'm just trying to figure out that, you know, how do you talk about putting a guy out here at the most important position uh, in the game outside a quarterback on the offense – and you haven't practiced in there all year long. I mean, Buddy Ryan once had the great line. He's like, ain't no East Carolinas on the schedule. Yeah. He played at Tulsa. He's not coming from the Big Ten. He's coming from the SEC. He's not sitting around here saying, hey, man, I played against the Alabamas and the LSUs of the world. I mean, he played against the East Carolinas and the Tulanes and the SMUs, man, mm-hmm. and, and had a high penalty rate there. I just think this is really putting the guy in, in, in a bad spot. And so if he looks bad on Monday Night Football or, you know, has him holding penalties, people are going to point the finger. Oh, he sucks. He says, you know how fans are. Yeah, oh, well, going jump on you quick. They're going to jump on him and look at look at the, they're going to look at the outcome, not realizing that he wasn't properly trained mm-hmm. for the job. At the end of the day, you got to be trained for the job. It, all right, game happens. Anybody ever say, hey, man, go play corner? Do you guys in the NFL? Nah. Nah, I tell you, nah, I'm going the other way. Could with you that have one. played corner? In in two weeks, hey, man, two weeks ago, hey, guys, go, go play corner. Nah. We could, but I would tell you this. This dude, Rob Ryan, to do something close to that, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rob Ryan to get you out there, come in on day of the game with a whole new three plays, and it's like, hey, you just. You always run from this position, <laughs> no matter what happens. Everybody's out there confused, Man. and it was horrible. It was bad. It was so I, I can only imagine playing left tackle and trying to get that type of stuff figured mm. out. All right, uh, let's take another break. Our final break right here. Uh, we'll dive back into Tyler Smith, and one player who people are just ready to criticize. I'm like. You got this is bigger than this one player, but everybody's jumping on this one player. We'll talk about that next, right here on the Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos, right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. 
based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping. And that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the Players' Lounge. Players' Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos. Barry Church. Yes, sir. Danny McCray. Louis Scruggs. Cowboys come out with their cuts, so they don't have a quarterback. They let go of Will Greer. They let go of Cooper Rush. Oh, Willie G. Calvin Watkins of Dallas Morning News reporting that they'd like to bring Will Greer back on the practice squad. Oh, and Ben DiNucci cut, too. Uh, the kicker, Brett Maher, cut. Um, Jake McQuaid, the long snapper, cut. They really wanted to make sure they could keep defensive players. This was a real, Right now, the team is loaded up with defensive players, and I'll say this. They spoke about it at camp. That There were a lot of guys. They didn't want to cut. Like, man, we got a lot of good players here. And so they were they were true to form. So we'll see exactly what they do with a couple positions. One of our favorites here on the Players' Lounge is C.J. Goodwin, special teams guy. He was cut. So based on how they've done it in the past, a lot of wink, wink, nod, nod. Hey, bro, just, just sit for a minute. We'll get you. Take a day off tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, go hang out with the family. Go, go do whatever you want to do. Just take a day off. Go to the mm-hmm. spa on us. Um, and so we'll see. What they do, I'm eager to hear Mike McCarthy in his press conference to talk about the cuts, how they're going to go about making the the uh, who's going to be the backup quarterback, and are they going to keep three quarterbacks active, and will they put Will Greer on the roster? Because if Will Greer goes to the practice squad, the Danucci's done. Yeah, and I think it, I mean he had a, he had a better preseason than he had last year, right? But nobody's keeping two quarterbacks nah, nah, on a practice squad. Nah. So so this is going to be interesting the roster manipulation there, and then of course the con- the conversation about. What they do at left tackle, at this point in time, everything you're hearing, which is waiting an official announcement from the head coach, that Tyler Smith is going to be their left tackle for the first game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he's been dealing with a high ankle sprain. I've never had a high ankle sprain. Have you gentlemen had one when you played? Yeah, <laughs> multiple. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've had two high ankle sprains at the same time, yeah. and it's it's difficult to play on. It's it difficult is. to play. I ended up getting a shot in each one of them, and it got so bad that Britt Brown had to tell Coach Gary that he, he's not playing today. Really? It, it is. It's like what happens right before you break the ankle. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not, it's not. It's not anything light. So hopefully, it's a, a really, really 
mild uh, one where they say, hey, man, two weeks you'll be able to, okay. uh, to get back in there. But that also adds on to the fact that if he has to wait another eight days before he can really get in there and get some reps, then he he's less prepared than, than he is at this point. So yeah. hopefully he's, out, he's able to get out there this week, get some real practice reps, some full padded practice reps at left tackle where they, they say, hey, man, hey, Mike, we need you to do something for the team. Yeah. Go out here and rush on this guy one-on-one. He's going to need him because, I mean, like you said, if if he's only got a week, maybe even, to prepare for Tampa Bay and all that, where, where are you going to get them reps at? I mean, this, this is a, it ain't like he's a veteran that's been playing the game for eight years and he you know he can flip a switch like that and be ready to go inside of an NFL regular season game. Uh, but this is a rookie who not only did he take all of his reps at the left guard, but he didn't get any at left tackle during camp. So it, it's hard to flip a switch. Not many guys can just flip a switch and be like, all right, I'm ready to go. It's going to take some practice and some building up, especially if you're a rookie. And uh, it's, ooh, then you got Tampa Bay coming to town? Favorite by, uh, it's Tampa Bay favored by uh, one and a half, by the way. I'm, I'm going to just pray for Tyler Smith, bro, because I want him to do well. Uh, yeah. I want him to do well. I was wrong about Terrence Steele at when he, coming into his well, second year uh, last year because what we had seen when he first got here. So I was wrong about that one. Mm-hmm. He came out, he played well at right tackle, moved him over to the left, not so much, but I think right tackle is his, is his position to where I think that's where he plays he the best. Yeah. So hopefully Tyler Smith comes out and surprises us all. Even without the reps, even with the high ankle sprain and, and not getting as much preparation as he as we think that he should, and hopefully he comes out and he has a, a good performance. Because if not, we know how that game's going to go. Yeah. So I have people who call me during the week to talk about Cowboys on these national radio shows, and and I ended up doing one on SiriusXM over on Sunday, and he this this host dude named Carrington was all on Zeke. He's not what he used to be. He's not worth the contract. And they think he's going to have a bounce back. He's all about Zeke. And I said, number one, he'll never live up to the contract because you changed out the coach who was a running coach for a guy who wants to pass. Mm -hmm. So we always look at the player, but management didn't do the player any favors when they decided to go, hey, here's a pass-happy coach who never really had a big-time running back and a pass-happy coordinator. And then I said, have you noticed that there's an issue with this offensive line? Yeah, I don't know if Jim Brown could get 1,000 yards behind <laughs> this line right now because they've never played a preseason game together. I was like, so so this is the National Football League. So you, if you want to put all of this on the player and not think about that this is a team, I just don't know if that's where I would go with Ezekiel Elliott. I said, is he going to be Zeke? He was the first one or two years in the league. I said, I don't expect that. But if he plays a full 16 games and the offensive line can figure out how to block, I can see 1,200 yards. That's not a – that's not in a 17-game schedule, 1,200 yards for Ezekiel Elliott would not be crazy. The problem also is right now facing the Cowboys, and you guys, we talked about this, I'm, I'm doubling C.D. Lamb from a coordinator, defensive coordinator. I'm stacking the box. Hey, hey, hey I'll, Schultz, take your seven yards or six yards mm-hmm. on the pass. Tolbert, Tolbert, Noah Brown, Houston, Noah Brown, show, show me yeah, exactly. So, so it's it's it's, it's interesting. And, and right now, and this is just me, and I don't know what Mike McCarthy and they're planning, but I'm I'm looking at Dan Quinn. Hey, bro, you just carry low. Oh, wow. Why you think they're keeping all these defensive players? <laughs> yeah, they they know. have to be strong. They know. We're we going to have to slug some games. We need a 19-16 dub. Hey, hey, listen. Hey, don't, 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 get it, don't, don't get it confused and don't forget. The plays that were made by the defense last year were a huge part 
of why this team was successful mm-hmm. and got to the playoffs. The amount of turnovers that you get, the amount of three and outs that you get, the amount of times that you can give the ball back to your offense, that was a huge part of why we were able to play as well as we did last year when we did and make the playoffs. Can man. I add this as well? Dan Quinn, when you save us, hey, uh, Kevontae Turpin, you need to take some back. <laughs> oh, he's going to have to. At least get this offensive field position. If you, right. If you're not taking it back, can you get it to the 45-yard? I mean, what can you do for us? I mean, they're going to have to win some football games ugly right now. Yep. And and you're going to need to try to keep the defense off the field so you want to run the, run the ball. But at the same time, you, you're really going to need this defense to uh, bring some serious pressure on Tom Brady up the middle. I expect to see – I expect to see Michael Parsons trying to shoot up the A gap and, and get after there because we know Tom doesn't like uh, doesn't, doesn't like, like pressure up the middle. Pressure. So, Mm-mm. I mean, the defense is going to have to. This, I mean, you think about it, you got Tampa Bay, Cincinnati out of the gate right now. You got a left tackle, so you're going to have to get the ball out quick and throw it. So, there's it's a challenge, and this this is Mike McCarthy's opportunity to really show us how good a football coach he is. Yeah, it's a pressure-packed season for everybody. By him, Dak, yeah, I'm about to say that. I mean, it's, it's going to be a pressure-packed season, man. So we'll see how they uh, they come out of this. And you say, you say it's last season, and, and look, that, that could be the case. No, it's, no, I said it could be his last chance. Yeah, if, uh, depending no, no, on how no. it goes, yes. No, and, and, and the thing, when I do these interviews, I keep saying to people, how does it end? Is it a bad year because – the offense just can't get going, and and you know, and, Ty, and, and Tyron Smith doesn't get me. How how does it end? I think that's w- when you talk about people getting let go. It's always the circumstances. So well, that person's going to get fired because you don't know. And I know this. I kept counting Jason Garrett out three times, and them three times, man. Oh, here he is. He's back. And Jerry would look at. Well, he didn't have the he had, and. and so I don't know. I don't know. I just think that for anybody that's trying to just say Mike McCarthy's not going to be bad, you got to let me know how this thing ends, yeah. because we don't know. We we truly don't know if they if Philly wins a division. And by the way, I picked Philly to win the division. If they if they end up being a wild card, they make it to the NFC Championship game, and they and they've gone through it with all the injuries and and you know figured out a way to get better at the end. Then it's going to be hard for Jerry to say I don't want you back. That's a huge if, though. But there's a whole lot of ifs. Yeah. And we just watched. I mean, I, I three after three eight and eight seasons, and dude got to come back. Even even at the end, it's not like they just fired Jason at the end here. It took him. It took him a while. That's a whole different yeah. relationship. Yeah. You know, the, the relationship between Jerry and and Jason Garrett is, I, I think, is a little different. Actually. A lot different than the relationship. He was between the OC Michael here yeah. forever. You know, I mean, played here. I mean, like, it was family. Know, they yeah. called it. They said it was family. Yeah, it was family. It's but a, it's different. And once again, circumstance. We, it's fluid. As, as Jacques Taylor always says, sports yeah, is fluid. It's fluid. We'll see. It's fluid. So we'll see just how fluid all of this goes here. So I, I just too many times when I thought a guy would get gone, it hadn't happened. Yeah. And, and I'm not just talking about the Cowboys in sports. Just covering sports in general. A lot of times I think somebody's going to be doesn't happen. Well, McCarthy, if you do, if you are going down, at least go down swinging and calling your own plays, man. I'm about to say, man, go ahead. If you see it's go, the ship is going down. Pull out your playbook, man. man. They say some Puerto Rico. Yeah, I want right. to see all, all, all of it. Draw it up in the dirt. What go down swinging if it is what it is. So, this is on on Coach McCarthy and his staff. They they've got work to do. There's some challenging opportunities mm-hmm. that they've got in front of them. We'll see what they they get done. Players Lounge is going to be here all year oh, yeah, we long to cover it. Now, the day after Labor Day, okay, day after Labor Day, we're going to go go Monday through Friday. 
you know. That's yeah, special guest. Week, week, every, every day, every day. So starting Tuesday, yeah, after yeah, the Monday. Because yeah, yeah. Danny won't be here. Yeah, yeah. Danny's He's got booked. He's booked. I'm here this is Danny's last. Like, get get this party in with the wife and family oh, before, yeah, yeah. before everything yeah. get rolling. So only, it's the only vacation of the year, just so you know. And until oh, yeah. until, <laughs> until, until another until another show happens to call. <laughs> hey man, we really liked you in those other two shows. Can we get you on? He's on assignment, right? You know, I ain't on assignment, man. When the money is calling. I am going. <laughs> you and Kiki doing the great race or the whatever? Hey man, you gonna pay me? I'm, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what you want me to do? I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad. I just wish I could be in a position somebody called. Don't want me to do nothing. So all good, man. All good for you. Danny McCray, Barry Church, Newey Scrubs, Chris Bean, Will Boykins, everybody who's always a part of making the Players Lounge fantastic. We appreciate it. Remember, you can find us wherever you find your podcast. Spotify, we are, we're over there. Apple, wherever mm-hmm. you go, man, check us out. Give us a rate, follow, review, all that good stuff. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you next time right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys?